0: everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 373. We are that podcast where we talk about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess.
1: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
2: And I am Mako-chan.
0: And I just love how WinApp just had to give me a coronary right before the show.
2: Yeah,
1: you thought it
0: crashed on you? Yes. But I hmm. I've noticed, like, I think in the last three or four Windows updates I've had on my system, um, WinApp hasn't crashed at all. I mean, it kind of it froze, and it popped itself back to normal. But other than that, it was fine. And I'm thinking, tonight is not the night for you to act retarded. Not tonight. But it pulled itself through, so thankfully on that. Oh, man. We are live tonight. There we go. Week of August 4th, 2000, no, September 4th, 2018, here on the Vogue Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Replays at Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. The chat link is Chat Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network There's an IRC link. You can click on that. That will bring you directly into the chat room if you have Chatzilla. Or you can also do webchat.gamesurge.net. And we're also on Discord. You can find us at uh, vognetwork.com slash Discord. The app or the browser will bring you right in. Good times, good fun, and good phases and check-ins are now live to go ahead and earn your vog points or if you're listening on the podcast feed there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode if you hear it head on over to vognetwork.com put in your vog points and put in the passphrase earn some VOG points (sighs) The, uh, the funny thing is Set, setting up for tonight's show and we doing the passphrase ahead of time. I had the recording set on the wrong track I'm just like tonight is not the night for that. So And I think thankfully one thing about audition is if I if I did overdo a track um It's not that bad. Cause I can just move that track somewhere else So we're good and we're golden and nothing was lost bless blessings be blessings be uh, We're gonna go around the room and do, how was your week? How was your day? Ari? Right. Um,
1: let's see. I actually got paid on Sunday night because the holiday on Monday, you know, those are a uh, pay schedule. A lot of whack at work. Hmm. But the point is I still managed to get all my bills paid for the time being.
0: That's good.
1: Uh, there was the Labor Day barbecue I went over at Mo- to uh, Mako's. Mm-hmm. Which I had fun though, even though there was weren't as many people there, and we still played a lot of uh, a, Jackbox.
0: Yeah, that was fun.
1: Mhm. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I got to see the uh, first part of a uh, Dragon Ball Bridge episode sixty, and it was amazing.
0: I'll have to get. I have to check into that.
1: They also like well, they didn't change the actual you know, moment of. Go on, going Super Saiyan from the original, and they they do have a uh, an, in, an English co- cover of uh, the song the plays Or
0: I'm not even worried about that. I'm just saying I need to sit down and watch it.
1: Hey, I mean, you won't be disappointed. I know I, I wasn't. That's good. And uh, well, that's just about it, I think.
0: All right. Mako Chan, how was your week? How was your day? A uh, week was stressful
2: um, doing work at work that I just learned like the week before but that's over that's done with and I'm back to the regular grind and now just uh, you know trying to make it through this week at only least, four days
0: At least you know, saying, you know, I'm not supposed to be here today
2: oh no at least I know when my hours are and uh, I get my weekends off but like you figure three days off would have been nice and relaxing and while this weekend was nice and relaxing it's still like Tuesday snuck up like really quickly
0: oh I agree, I agree with that
2: like I could have used at least another day
0: not to most of us
2: probably mm. but yeah other than that I'm just uh being lazy and reading a lot.
0: How's it different Than any other day? Exactly. Lord. Same
2: need, shit, different toilet.
0: You <laughs> need Jesus. No, I don't. <laughs> you need something alright. Well, my weekend day has been interesting to say the least. I finally got my my futon assembled. Unfortunately, two things. One, I am missing two screws. And two, I can't push it up into the couch position. Well, I probably only have to do that sparingly, since I don't entertain people all that much. But still, so I'm going to take care of that after tonight's show. Today feels like a Monday. I'm walking mm-hmm. around. And, I'm walking around work like. Sure, today's Tuesday. Feels like a Monday, <laughs> you know. And let's see what else is going on. And he party at Mako Challenge for the for the Labor Day our Labor Day barbecue, so that was fun. Um, I have two bottles of Crystal Pepsi in my room in my house, thanks to her, because I can't find it around here. Ooh, ooh. Uh, so I'm going to check a couple of 7-Elevens nearby, and maybe I can find it tomorrow. And I realized today on my as I got home, I forgot to pick up um, a mailing envelope and a roll of duct tape, not duct tape, uh, packing tape, because I finally got the stuff to send to Rob and Alan for 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 the new stu to rebuild their studio PC Thankfully I have an extra day to check and double-check everything is packed and packed sealed properly um, And I think that basically is it oh, I haven't put the, the old the hard drives back in my computer yet I'm taking care of some other stuff before I go ahead and do that. So I'll probably end up doing it by this weekend. So, yeah, as you can see, it's a bit of a short weekend day for all of us, so... <sighs> My thing is, it's September. Why is it still hot?
1: The humidity. Uh, Climate it's... change.
0: Just...
2: Sorry to say, but it's usually like this during September.
0: Really? I could have The Northeast
1: it. is notorious for having schizophrenic weather in, you know, fall and spring.
0: No, I, just, I usually felt that within the first week of September, the temperatures kind of fluctuate around 75, and it's really cool. Because I'm not trying to have this air conditioner in the window for September. That's an extra 70 bucks I'm not trying to spend.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can remember quite a few of our Q adventures... Being fucking hot and ridiculous.
0: Mm. And muggy. Don't forget muggy. Mhm. Yeah, and windy at times too.
2: Well, that's just being off the water. Yeah. But I mean, you're talking the end of September for those, and it's still 80s and 90s, depending on where you are.
0: Uh, you have a valid point on that. Um, let's see. All right. You know what? Let's let's keep the show rolling. We got some news tonight. We're gonna come through, so we're gonna go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're gonna get we're gonna drill we're gonna drill things down. So let me adjust the volume here. Yeah. So we'll be back. So I just realized something. Um I'm waiting on the email which is for for the room for the hotel information for Magfest. And here's the thing. For those of you who don't know, the long and short term of fixing the issues with Magfest was instead of like early bird pricing, it's one price across the board until the date, till January third, which is the con, then the tickets go up to ten bucks. Fine. Now what they're doing is those who got who bought their tickets the first week are gonna get an, an email link and you click on this link and it puts you in a queue for two hours. Jesus so I'm sitting here thinking, okay tomorrow I gotta do laundry and this and that and I realize one thing I can't go home. I'm gonna be at work for like an extra two hours. Sitting at a PC, just waiting to get a room. And what they're doing is, once it opens up, it's just fair game. Which I believe makes sense. It's all randomized, and I get that. I feel, you know, first come, first serve, but on the same token, if everybody's waiting two hours, for the most part, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But, it, but don't be too surprised, someone who shows up within 50, in 15 minutes in the queue gets something, you know what happened last year was when they sent the links out it's supposed to be activated at a certain time the links were already active as it was so now i gotta keep i'm gonna have a separate chat separate browser just for my email and just for these links so i can be ready for this and that's going to be fun yet interesting and then after that i get to come home
2: so what time exactly are they going on sale like supposedly opening up the link.
0: 7 p.m.
3: Hmm.
0: Well, I'm just saying if it's going to, I don't even think it's going to be random because they're saying that they're giving everybody a username and password. I say, fuck that. Just do what Otakon did. The link goes live at 12 p.m. Made the odds of ever being your favor. Hmm. Do that shit just like that. And let me tell you, as soon as that shit hit 12, click, 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 room booked. Because my goal is to be out, be home by like 9 o'clock. I'm like, ah, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Shit. Ah, oh, jeez. All right. Now that we got, um, uh, that little side talk about MAGFest out of the way, uh, let's go ahead and talk about some JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I am hoping and praying that I can make it through this podcast while having to turn the, uh, fan on. Uh, oh, Jesus. Alright. Let's see. Where is my track? Is this it? Perfect. Perfect. There we go. So here's some news that's probably no surprise to anyone. Crunchyroll is going to stream JoJo's bizarre adventure, Venture Ario. They're calling it Golden Wind, but if you're a fan of the series, you know it as Venture Ario. I'd rather call it that. that. That's just me. So as you know, uh, the anime will premiere October 5th on Tokyo MX at 2505, which is basically October 6th at 105 AM. Then it'll rotate over to another uh, Japanese network B- station, BS11, and then over to Manichi Broadcasting later that night. The series will premiere on Abima TV on October 7th at 2400, which is October 8th <coughs> at midnight. According to Crunchyroll, they have not revealed a release window of when they will be airing the episode. For those who went to Anime Expo, you were in brilliant for a treat where you got a chance to see, um, the first episode, which was a simultaneous screening at Japan Expo in Paris, France. Viz has already licensed the anime, so most likely we will be seeing maybe a simulcast between Crunchyroll and Viz via Hulu. We'll see. Or delayed, um release. For those who don't know, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Golden Wind, as I prefer to call it, Venjo Areo, is the manga's fifth part that continues the story from the previous entries in Araki Hirohiko's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure manga. It begins where Jotaro asks Koichi to travel to Naples to investigate a person known as Haruno Shibana, whose la- name is later revealed as Giorno Giovanna. The story from there follows Giorno and his goal to rise to the top of the Pescio Mafia group and turn it into a band of honorable thieves. It's sort of like um Robin Hood with, with stands, if you think about it in a way. Yasuhiro Kimura, who worked on Three Leaves and Three Colors, and Hiriya Takashi, Takahashi who worked on Keijo and Anonymous Noise, will be directing the anime at David Production. Chief director of this will be Nael Katsu Suda. Yasuko Kobayashi is returning from the previous series to handle the composition, with most of the staff returning from previous Jojo anime chat series, which is Diamond is Unbreakable, Stardust Crusaders, Phantom Blood, and Battle Tendency. Takahiro Takahiro Kishida, who worked on Serial Experience Lane, Bakuno Haku, is drawing the character designs. Animation Director on this will be Shinichi Ishimoto, and will be is working on the stand designs and action animation director. And as we already mentioned previously, uh, Koda will return to, to perform the opening theme of the anime, Fighting Gold. Meka Oikawa is writing the lyrics with Toshiyuki Omori, who is in charge of composition and arrangement. And I still want Gangsta's Paradise as the end theme. And it's not the troll, it, it just fits Chapter 5 so well. But, eh. We'll figure it out one way or another. And if we go back to our chat room real quick at live.bugnetwork.com, Bob Coffee says, sounds like AX Hotel and concert ticket hell almost. Brother, if you were on the Magfest Facebook group around this time last year, oh if it was given, to, if they had the ability, they would have strung up everybody that staffed that con and hung them all from trees and beat yep. them like piñatas. Yep. And I'm being nice. And Like I said, th- this is it for, for Magfest. After this, that's it. Because I've heard some issues of how it is. Because basically, my understanding of MAGFest is the reason why there's flat rates for the the badges, more or less, is that the con chair knows people are going to come regardless. So, I'll tell you this. When it comes to conventions outside of the hotel and badge, it is the least stressful convention I have ever attended. There's no masquerade, there's no interviews, I don't have to do anything like that, I can get up whenever the fuck I want to get up, go to bed whenever the fuck I want to go to bed. I suppose
1: we could do interviews during MAGFest, just the, uh, just the guess would be more uh, gaming and uh, music related.
0: Yeah, we'll see. With the
1: occasional voice actor.
0: I will bring the equipment, but still, I mean, I like the fact that I can get up at 10 o'clock Throw on some slacks, go down to the game room, play some DDR, come back, you know, change into a cosplay, and just walk around with a cup of coffee, you know? And mm-hmm. take pictures and shit, you know? Anywho. Ari, what's up with this anime producer? What, What is wrong with this this dude?
1: What, indeed. He got arrested for alleged, allegedly kidnapping someone. What? Police from Shizoku Prefecture arrested Yo-kyo, a 30-year-old staff member of TBS Television's Film and Anime Department, for allegedly kidnapping a teenage girl from her home. According to police, the suspect took the victim from her Shizoku home to his Shibuya home in Tokyo from from mid-August until September 2nd. The victim's family filed a missing person report in mid-August. The police found the suspect and the girl further north in Sapporo. sitting on Sunday morning. The police arrested the suspect on the spot and brought the, the girl unharmed. The authorities have not said Yoko, Yokio admitted or denied the charge. The Public Relations Department of TBS reported that the suspect joined the company in April 2015. The company expressed its deep regret for the arrest of its employee and apologized to the victim, her family, and others involved in the matter. The company added that it is investigating the matter before dealing with this, with strictness and fairness. <clears throat> Yokio was listed in the credits of the first episode of the ongoing Seven Senses of the Reunion television anime as the show's publicity producer. He appeared in a live stream tie-in specials for the anime in July. The specials credited him as a, as a producer for DBS, and he also appeared on a June episode of the livestream Suzukimi program to introduce a promotional video with the cast before the anime's premiere. Okay, so what in the motherfuck is this guy's motive?
0: I think he was off his medication.
1: It has to be. It can't be that simple.
0: It just, I think, I think that was it. Plus, it led up to some shit. Had to. Well, at least that's what my guess is. I
1: honestly don't know what to think.
0: (sighs) Chalk it up as a loss and move along?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: I'll drink to that.
2: I'll just drink.
0: (laughs) Among other
3: things.
1: (laughs) Speaking of which, I had to leave before I could get a shot of that vodka.
0: Oh, trust me. There's plenty of it left.
1: Oh, I know. I'll be waiting for the, uh, what do you call it? The, the company retreat.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
2: Alright, yep. so I guess that's me then.
3: Yep.
2: So, it was announced that uh, they have a successor for Pokemon's Professor Oak. Yay! So, Kenyu Horichi, uh, who did Pain on Naruto, and was the second Hokage, uh, has done uh, ReZero, as Wilhelm von Aströ, uh, uh, Joker Games, Lieutenant Colonel Yuki. Uh, he will replace the late voice actor Unsho Ishizuka in the role of Professor Oak. Uh, yeah. Um, so that's kind of cool that they finally found somebody. The thing is that... Um, Unsho Ishizuka not only did Professor Oak, but was also the narrator, and that does not like it doesn't mention anything about that. It just mentions that uh, they'll be replacing Professor Oak right now, but Unsho Ishizuka has recorded up until uh, October. I think the first week of, of October, second week of October. Um, so Harichi will take over as the character starting on episodes that air October 21st. Mm. So, yeah. Um, don't know if they're necessarily looking for exact voice match or if they're allowing him to take the character and go, but I guess we'll find out.
0: Maybe they're going to do like they do in the American dub, where it's actually two different voices uh, of a narrator and Professor Oak.
2: Um, I'm going to guess that that's probably what they'll end up doing. Otherwise, I think they would have actually announced that with this. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, uh, Ishizuka has been the voice since the very beginning when it debuted in April of 1997.
1: Holy fuck. That makes me feel old. Yeah.
2: Eh. Uh, (laughs) So, I mean, you're talking about something that our generation of people that are still into Pokemon and still going around with, you know, reading the mangas and watching the animes and playing the games that
1: and trolling through the
2: fanfics. Well, God yeah, that too. So. Uh but, you know, this isn't just something that little kids are going to you know, oh, you know, it's a new voice, who cares. This is, you know, a franchise that spans generations. So, I'm I'm looking to see what everybody thinks just to uh yeah, I mean it's it's not like they have a choice in the matter, but I'm hoping that nobody gets really nasty about it.
0: I doubt it. I mean, but I get as long it. as
1: the guy does a really good job, then it, it won't be that big of a deal. I don't think.
0: Yeah, you're. I, I doubt it will get like that bad, but I get where you're coming from. I totally get it. You know, Cause...
1: the first crop of voice actors that came up after the tenth uh, anniversary of no,
0: no, no, no. uh,
1: Jettisoning. Yeah.
0: You talk about. Japanese or American American no 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 no. let's let's not let's not let's not I'm
1: just saying they were were kind of derided because they were subpar Uh, performances let's
0: not I understand that struggle but if it was just any other popular anime I don't think Japanese fans would really care per se but Pokemon is more, I think it's more than just an anime. It's, I don't want to say it's a way of life. It's part of the culture at this point, you know? Oh, yeah, it's definitely. Mm-hmm. I that's mean, why I, you know.
2: As old as the series is, mm-hmm. they're still doing Pokemon days. They have mm-hmm. legit, you know, Pokemon just themed stores, which I have an order into, but we won't discuss that.
0: Not um, surprise. Hmm? Not surprised.
2: Well, the Halloween line is launching this month.
0: Lord. What? Jesus, take the wheel. I I
2: need to get my Halloween Umbreon. It's adorable. (sighs) And then all of the, you know, just like regular stores go through seasons and different clothing is out at different times, different Pokemon are out for sale at the, you know, in the Pokemon centers, so now that it's becoming fall, I can get my dark and ghosts. The sad and that,
0: part, it, hmm? The sad part is, I could just picture you cosplaying Mandy, like this, with, with this giant scowl and a Mimikyu on your shoulder. I could do that. She
1: seems the type of girl that probably have a Gengar or a no. you know, Dust
0: True. But...
2: No, she. Mandy is definitely into the cute and sweet but creepy. And Mimikyu would be right up there.
0: Yup.
1: then so would Esper.
2: Yes. Mimikyu and Esper. Maybe Marshadow. Hmm. Actually probably Marshadow.
0: I have this odd feeling you're gonna sit down one day and just list all the characters from Cartoon Network and their and their and their Pokemon.
2: I could probably do that.
0: Oh god.
2: I could probably do that, but uh yeah, I'm I'm actually planning um my first Pokémon cosplay for Magfest. So Where are you going as? One of the Pokémon. Oh, okay. Because fuck the characters.
0: There you go. <clears throat> Let's just hope Team Skull doesn't try to get a hold of you. Nah. Anywho, we have to bring things over to a bit of a sad note. Sayu Miyoko Aso passes away. Some of you may not know this person's name, but you definitely know the work that she has done. A lot of you know her as Pinako from Full Metal Alchemist. Some of you may know her as Fune from Saze-san. But I know her as Cologne from Ranma One Half. And it's sad. Like, I think two years prior we lost a voice actor who did Hoplesai.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And his last role was something on Cowboy oh no. Space Sandy. And that's a mm-hmm. that's a series I have to get on Blu-ray. But this came this announcement came from the Haikyo agency that represented her. She passed away on August 25th at 7.23 from senility, and she was 92. Wow. I I, I I can't really be sad about that. She had a great and wonderful life. And a long yeah.
1: career, too. Mm-hmm.
0: She is definitely known as the voice of Asono, Saze-san's mother, in the long-running series. She had played the role for 46 years. Wow. From the show's uh-huh. first episode in 1969 to 2015, she also voiced roles in other series as FMA and FMA Brotherhood. As we mentioned, Pinako, Cologne from Ronmo One Half, Machiko's aunt from Miss Machiko, uh, Takao's mother in the anime Captain Kiyoshi in the series Botchan, and she's worked on uh, ma- had minor roles in other animes that you would know as. Yu Yu Hakusho, Galaxy Express 999, Heidi, A Girl of the Alps, and The Ancient Magus Bride, Those Awaiting a Star, and a popular one here in the States, Master Keaton. Midori Kato, the voice actress for Sazae, commented regarding Aso's passing. When broadcasts first started, I was the youngest, and no matter what happened after after that I could always discuss with Aso-san, she was like a reliable senpai. She had a mood maker-like existence at recordings and during Sase san and even outside of the show as well. If Aso-san was there, I had peace of mind. Kato added that as a senpai, Aso was the landmark for everyone and stated no matter where she is, Aso-san is Aso-san. Takako Susuga, the voice of Tarau Fuguta in sase san commented, It is truly unfortunate and makes me feel lonely. May she rest in peace. The sase san anime staff also provided a comment stating, For the first 46 years of the broadcast that Aso-san played Fune, she was lovely as well as kind and steady presence, and the pride of the Asono family. The staff added, we are, w- we are overwhelmingly grateful to her. The entire sase san staff will treasure Aso-san and our thoughts going forward. Thank you so much. I have to say, and many times we have reported about the passing of a voice actor or actress, that's got to be the most touching thing I have ever read. And also, I didn't think one could pass from senility.
1: I imagine, like, she just had a whole, you know, litany of health problems at that point, and her body just couldn't, you know, keep up with them, so they, it just shut down.
0: Uh, I, I, fair enough.
1: You know how you're, you're told that someone dies of old age?
0: Yeah. That. <laughs> I get you, I get you. Alright, let, 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 let's brighten the mood up around here.
2: Oh, that's me again. Yes. Well, I, like, I'm, I'm used to going in order. Like, well, the three of us going in order, so it's weird that I'm, like, we're all jumping over. Anyway... Because, you know, I, I, oh, yeah. I'm not all there.
0: <laughs> Mako, tell us something we don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, um, I know that we've somewhat mes- mentioned this a little bit, but uh, the Card Captor Sakura Clear Card manga and anime is going to get a smartphone game. So, Bushiroad announced that Monster Lab is developing a smartphone game titled Card Captor Sakura: Happiness Memories based on the Clear Card manga and anime. The game will have a stage event during the Tokyo Game Show uh, event on September 21st. Members of the anime's cast will be in attendance. The stage event will show the game's details and mechanics. So, unfortunately, nothing out right now, but, yeah, I, I finally caught up on the series. I have not watched the anime yet, but I am caught up on the manga, and it's fucking adorable. I love it. <laughs> so i'm I'm looking forward to this, and hopefully they will bring it over with a translation. And I'm really, really, really hoping it's not just a match three color game like the Sailor Moon one is.
0: Well, given how popular uh, Bushiro's uh, main bread and butter's Love Life is, (laughs) I don't think that's going to be a problem. Well, the problem
2: with that is if it's like the Love Life game, I can't play it then.
0: Why not? No, no, I don't think it's going to be a music rhythm game. I don't think it's going to be.
2: No, but they could do some sort of rhythm game. I find that I have issues playing those types of games on a small screen like a phone. And to put it on my tablet, I don't think I would play it enough, which is why I don't play the Love Live game. But I'm really really hoping it's not just one of those bubble puzzle you know clear all the things and move all the squares and because I suck at those too
0: I have it's... this odd feeling it's gonna be sort of like concentration because I see memories that's my that's my take I think it's going to be like the puzzle board will be the size of one of the cloud cards and you just have to match and clear it you grab the cloud card and it opens up something at, you know I don't know I, I think it might be that you yeah, collect a few of them something happens they get lost again cop wash rinse repeat
2: yeah I I'm I don't know I'm hoping it's just different than what's out already but it probably won't be mmm I would, Unfortunately,
0: I wouldn't mind if it was like puzzles and dragons per se. That I probably wouldn't mind. But the question is making time to actually play it. See, I'm hoping because Especially
1: with all the other games you got on your phone, right?
0: And the games on my 3DS. Although, well, of course.
2: I'm actually hoping that it's kind of like a hidden picture puzzle game.
0: And as uh, Bob Coffey says in our chat room at com, it's bushy, there's going to be gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, it'll give it, it'll give it will give everyone probably give it a fair shot, so. Alright, um, Ari, what's up with New York Comic Con? Oh boy! Or I like to call it the anime section of New York Comic Con. <laughs> we're off
1: in the corner, you know. With, we're not allowed the rest of the with the real fans, apparently. Such segregation. <clears throat> Nonetheless. You know. <clears throat> the official Twitter account for New York Comic Con has announced on Friday that it will host voice actress Masako Nozawa and director Tetsuya Nagamine for a panel on the upcoming Dragon Ball Super Brawly film on Friday, October fifth. So on Shamel, the English dub voice of voiced uh, the English dub voice of Goku will also attend. Nazao has voiced roles in more than two hundred anime, but is probably best known for playing Goku and his sons in Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. She's also played Tetsuro Hoshino in Galaxy Express nine ninety nine, Doctor <clears throat> Doctor Kurea in One Piece, Kitaro in Gigigi G- no Kitaro, and Goemon in Digimon Tamers. She voiced Midama Oyajin Oyaji this year's Geeky, guitar anime. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. <clears throat> you got it. Yeah. She has also been involved with radio and TV narrations, as well as the dubbing of an American movies such as The Poseidon Adventure, Richie Rich, and Meet the Parents. Nagamine has directed such anime as Beat the Vandal Buster, Hard Catch Precure, One Piece Film Z, and One Piece Heart of Gold. He is directing the Brawly film, which will open in Japan on December 14th and the United States and Canada in January. New York Comic Con is partnering with Anime Expo to host the Anime Fest at New York's Comic Con's Cross Anime Expo event as part of the convention this year. Other Japanese guests will include Cowboy Bebop character designer Toshihiro Kawamoto, screenwriter Keiko Nobumoto, and mechanical designer Kimotoshi Yamane. So yeah, if I cared about New York Comic Con, I might be interested in this, but...
0: Anime Fest at NYCC Cross Anime Expo. Hold this moment while I roll my eyes.
1: <laughs> I can hear them rolling back in your head.
0: Yeah. It's the, it's the Robert Downey Jr. of eye-rolling is, is my expression. <laughs> that meme. That picture. Christ. And it's Bob Coffee Hill's Grandma Goku. <laughs> the fact that we covered last week how she could have a conversation with all three, have it recorded, that, that's amazing.
2: Yeah, not a lot of voice actors can actually do that.
0: With the many voices that Tara Strong has done, I could kind of see her being able to pull that off.
2: I don't know if she would be able to do it to script. I do know that she's able to switch in and out just having a normal conversation. She does that, mm-hmm. but I don't know if she would actually be able to sit down and read a script and switch when she's supposed to.
0: Cause the thing is, cause the thing about, um, Masako, if you listen to, if you, if you watch the anime, I mean, all three, all three boys sound virtually the same, so she wouldn't have to do that much of an adjustment in her voice. So if, no, know, she's well, just basically kind of reading. Chalked, yeah, that can kind of be chalked up to them, you know, being
1: family, you know, but you know what I'm getting that right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I, do. I certainly do. All right. Now, I understand how the rotation on the, on the articles are tonight, but, Marco, the only reason why I gave this back to you, this is one of your fandoms, and you brought this to my attention. I just figured you'd have fun talking about this.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I it's found just... this, and I was like, wait, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, so, um, long story long. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, it starts out that Conan O'Brien is jealous because he's not the most, Conan, uh, most famous Conan. Uh-huh. So on his show, he decides that he is going to call out uh, Hokue in uh, Totori Prefecture, which is the birthplace of Ioma. And uh, if you don't know who that is, that is the creator of Detective Conan. So Totori Prefecture, um, or I should say Hokuway in Totori Prefecture, is known as Conantown. So he basically is, started out, he wants uh, money
3: <laughs>
2: for his name. In the tune of 3 trillion yen, which is 27 billion dollars, he thinks that he, you know, should get royalties. This actually, Hmm? I'm sorry. No, I mean, this actually went back and forth between him and the mayor of this town. The mayor of this town finally said, you know what, you want the money come out for a visit. Mm. So Conan went out for visits. Uh I was actually looking at it this weekend. There are clips that when he went to Tokyo, he dressed up as a Harajuku girl.
0: And I want you to know, at one of oh, the God Facebook, one of the Facebook groups I'm in, some one of the brothers found him in that town and got a selfie with him. That's I
2: mean, not for nothing, pretty that's good. pretty damn cool. Yes. But yeah, so I don't know where the conclusion will be. Obviously, you know, this just happened recently, but he did head to Japan. Um obviously it's for publicity, but not for nothing. Uh-huh. The fact that one of my favorite anime series. As long running and long winded as it is, to be on a show like this and for Conan to actually go over there and promote it is pretty freaking
0: awesome. So true. Oh yeah. Am I the only one that wants to? Am I, tell me, I'm not the only. One, tell me, I'm not the only person that wants to see Conan O'Brien. Cosplaying Detective Conan.
1: Oh, oh, as long as he can wear the, uh, you know, dress shorts along with it.
0: Yeah, it has to be all or nothing.
2: That would actually be kind of funny.
1: I know that they
2: photoshopped the Conan statue in a picture on on a Conan show to look like it's Conan as the statue. (laughs) with the clothing and everything that might be as far as you're going to get for him actually doing this. But Conan's kind of very much a geek.
1: He's very, you know, self-aware though, you know, his looks and his interests being weird.
2: Yeah. But I mean, it's not like this is the first time that he's ventured into our territory. He is a geek. He's gone to fricking Funimation and toured, their studio and had it on his show and all of that um so i'm not surprised but at the same time not for nothing kind of fucking cool
1: oh absolutely indeed
2: to register participation for this week's episode of anime jam session on vognetwork.com use the passphrase hardcover
0: um, let me just drop this over here real quick. And boom. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, I think it's time to part a show that everybody enjoys more than the actual podcast itself. Oh, boy. Strange news from Japan.
2: It's not that bad this
1: week.
0: I don't know. You, you, you kind of got Ari a little bit up in arms here. What? It's not bad.
1: No, no. I just kind of brace for the inevitable with this place.
0: <laughs> you you just can't, because you, you just can't.
2: I mean, it, it's not like I'm bringing defecation into it. Oh, wait, no, there is a poop story. What, um, what it's you... not like I'm bringing in unemployed thieves. So oh, wait, no, there is that. Um, it's not like I'm bringing in weird you know things that actresses and idols oh wait no that's in there too uh, okay
0: maybe it is a little weird they see me trolling they hate it. <laughs> trying to catch me rotten dirty that's Mako Chow for you boys and girls and I will be taking the first article because I can
2: of course you will
0: <laughs> y'all can play around in the poop however y'all want
1: that probably could have been phrased better. Uh,
0: well I'm sorry, I'm
2: just not into that.
0: Well, let me come up with a number two saying for it then.
2: Wa <sighs> wah wa <wah. laughs> you know, Well you just do your duty and read number one.
0: <laughs> I'll be sure to poop that one out. <laughs> okay. That was I, I that was dumb.
1: Pl- I think the puns are actually worse than the article.
0: (laughs) So, here's the thing. Japan has a new professional basketball league exclusively for anime voice actresses. Here's another way to get nerds to watch sports. That That probably
2: is one of the only ways that I would sit down and watch basketball
0: true as the story goes three on three league for young ladies sounds like a plot of an anime series itself but it's a real life sports organization it used to be that vocal acting ability was pretty much the only criteria for becoming an anime voice actress or series i don't know why they're not saying that phrase anymore but, but in today's world across media promotions and fan meet and greet events that's no longer the case Becoming the star of the industry now often requires voice actresses to be photogenic and poised in front of an audience, as their jobs have become more closely resemble those of mainstream entertainers and media personalities. And now comes a venue asking voice actresses to display talent in a field that's even farther removed from the core of their profession, with the formation of the SJ3 League. SJ3 is a. An acronym standing for Seiyu, there we go, which is the Japanese word for voice actor or actress, Junior, three on three, and that is Japan's newest basketball league. It's actually recognized, officially recognized, and supported by the JBA, which is the the Japan Basketball Association. (coughs) The league consists of eight teams with all of their players being young voice actresses working in anime and video game fields. The three-on-three format is likely due in part to the difficulty in finding professional voice actresses who can play basketball at a competitive level. However, it's also probably motivated by the three-on-three basketball making its debut as an Olympic event at the 2020 Games in Tokyo. Wow. NBA Street, anyone? (laughs) Mmm. Seven of the eight teams are based in Japan, and the final team is headquartered in Shanghai. The na- you have teams, teams such as Wonder Rocket, Pua Pure Party, and Biachi. The Shanghai team is called Beidou. The first game is scheduled for September 30th at the Minami Nagasi, Nagasi Sports Center and Tokyo's Narima Ward, and the league has plans to have tournaments in both the spring and fall. Organizers are hoping to expand the SJ3 to anime, manga, and possibly video game related content. Speaking on the league's genesis, the director of SJ3, Dogi Minamisawa, who is also the president of the voice acting talent agency 81 Produce, said this. We've had the idea of voice actress basketball league for about two years now. The voice acting industry has been going through major changes recently. Some people may be doubtful asking why have voice actresses play basketball, but this is a way for voice actresses to have two sets of skills and not just be single-faceted, single-faceted, or faced, whatever. This league was born out of the idea. It's admirable for the fledgling sports organization. But a video from the first press event makes it a little bit hard to tell how committed SJ3 will be as a genuine showcase of athletic ability, how willing it is to simply be a spectacle of cute girls running around in basketball court and giggling. But given the choice between promoting themselves as basketball players or swimsuit models, some of which actresses would likely prefer the former, and for them, the SJ3 league is now here. I'll tell you this. This would definitely be something worth watching over the WNBA.
1: Hmm. Uh, it's only for, you know, like, voice actors in their, like, early, like, mid-twenties.
0: Maybe. It could be a little bit older. It depends. I, I mean, we're not going to see room. something
1: like uh, Masako Nazawa repossess some bitch's ankles or uh, Rika Matsumoto running up and dunking from the three-throw
0: line. If, if either one of them got game, then so be it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got game play
1: alright so who's taking the next one
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry
2: uh, I'll take the shit why not <laughs> So, yeah. Not for nothing, but this is pretty shitty. Just (laughs) in general.
1: Oh, ow, my head.
2: So, yeah. So, yeah. So, Adachi Ward is basically what locals will say is the seedy part of Tokyo. It has a reputation as a place where blue-collar workers and bored youths like to get drunk and or into mischief. So, a Japanese Twitter user walked into a Lawson convenience store in Adachi, and he noticed a sign above the self-service Uh, Odin station that you wouldn't expect to normally see the sign reads please do not grab the Odin with your bare hands it is cooked at a high temperature and you might get burned so dumbass people have been picking up hot food with their hands instead of using the tongs but that's not even the worst
1: of course not
2: Located outside, there are signs that say, um, yeah, basically, please do not defecate, (laughs) you know, pooping prohibited, that kind of thing. Um, Outside.
0: Good lord.
2: Yeah, the spot that the sign is at now has a security camera filming to hopefully dissuade poopers through shame to not poop there anymore. And not for nothing, I'm thinking their next step will be to remove all of that Take it inside and cook it up for the people that like to, you know, serve themselves with their hands.
1: Part of me That's is, just is me. Like, part of me is thinking, wait, like, what? The food from the Odin Pond just goes right through him that quickly? I don't know. Like you eat the Odin and like you step out the door. Oh shit! There's there's no
0: <laughs> That's just terrible and you know it. Did you just say turdable? Maybe. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's the dumps. <laughs> anyway.
2: Ron, you've got some really shitty jokes tonight.
0: I gotta dump them on somebody.
2: Yeah, well, as I said, I'm not into that shit.
1: (laughs) So, a man was arrested for robbing a Tokyo convenience store with a nose hair trimmer. In the pre-dawn hours of August 31st, on the mean streets of Shinjuku, Tokyo, a young man working a graveyard shift at a family mart heard the familiar chime of the door's opening. But it wasn't a customer, it was a robber. Reaching into his pocket, the crook put out a pair of nose hair trimmers with a three-centimeter blade, which is about a little more than an inch, that glistened menacingly under the fluorescent lights. How many times has a guy had to type that before he could type it with a straight face? With a cold gaze, the middle-aged robber demanded, don't move, get out the money. This presented a dilemma for the 25-year-old worker. If he got out the money, he would be breaking the don't move command. On the other hand, if he stopped moving, there would be no way for him to take out the cash. Okay, now the author's just being sarcastic. The threat of tiny scissors and their rounded tips combined with the assailant's unmeetable demands must have been too much for the clerk, so he simply ran away. This now left the robber in a predicament. Without a clerk, there will be no one to get any money out of the register or the safe. The taking in, leaving in tray offered a little consolation. <laughs>
3: uh-uh.
1: The confusion among both parties matched to eat up some, enough time that an officer on patrol could be alerted to this crime in progress and rush over to the scene to make the arrest. The suspect was described as 49 years old with no job or fixed address, because of course he was, but was probably nicely groomed. Residents of Tokyo are probably used to this kind of savage crime taking place, but those from elsewhere in Japan expressed their terror online. Like nose hair trimmers, laughing... What a disgusting crime. It's a miracle the arresting officer was unharmed. It's like he was starting at... PUBG. Uh, huh? Yeah.
0: You know, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds.
1: Yeah. Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Game on expert mode. A pencil would have worked better. Maybe he was saying don't move so he could trim the clerk's nose hairs. Then request payment for the service. How is that the least absurd thing in this article? Oh. <laughs> <sighs> I got nothing. Like, it's like, who's the bigger asshole here? The guy who tried to rob a convenience store with fucking nose hair trimmers or the chicken shit clerk who ran away from them?
0: Hmm. Difficulty, difficulty. You have to choose between number one and number God, two. God damn it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna say it again You got some really shitty jokes tonight
0: They're not that turnable
1: You said it again
0: <laughs> <sighs> Don't be so down in the dumps, friend <sighs>
1: Can we uh, wrap this up, please? I,
0: I think we can wrap things up. We need to clear up the litter anyway, so.
1: You
2: are damn crappy. You know that, right?
0: <laughs> Sometimes.
2: All the time.
0: I Gotta have a paw in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll be
3: back. <laughs>
0: Also, a more sad news, a moment of silence for the PlayStation Vita. Uh, it's basically dead. So it's re- dead, Jim. Yes. Oh, well. It'll be buried right next to the Nokia taco. Oh. <laughs> I mean, where are you going to put a useless console? I mean, Fuck. So if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters, independent bloggers. We do this for the fun of it. So what we're telling you what we like or hate about the anime, manga, or whatever, we're telling you straight up. So that's who we are. If you have any questions about the show, you can drop us a line at podcast at podcast.animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at podcast.animejamsession.com. Check out our website, at AnimeJamSession.com where we post links to our convention reports, our cosplay photography galleries, uh, tips and tutorials, our weekly podcasts, and all a lot of other cool stuff. You can definitely find that and much more at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, you can also find our podcast, not just on our website, but other um, sites as well. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play and Player FM. A lot of these sites, you can leave reviews or so ask if you can, if you have a minute, drop us a review. Tell us what you think of the show. If you're not able to email, let us know what you think of the show, and we'll read that review on the air if we get one. And don't forget to find us on social media. That's YouTube.com/slash/AnimeJamSession, Twitter.com/slash/AnimeJamSession, and Facebook.com/slash/AnimeJamSession. To all of our fans that support us on the the social sites, thank you so much for your love and support. We could not do this show without you. And don't get to find us twice a week here on the VOG Network. Live, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. On-call presentation, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. So I'm going to go around the room. Last words, Ari.
1: Oh, yeah, I got Destiny 2 Forsaken all installed. Oh, wait, I've been out of the game for two years and missed the... uh... Curse of Osiris and Warmine expansions. I gotta play through them, too. Whoops. It's lot, only so be able to grind up easily.
0: True that. Last words, Mako.
2: I kinda wanna play Guild Wars.
0: Mm.
2: Not tonight. Tonight I'm too tired. But I kinda wanna play Guild Wars.
0: My last words. All this talk about games, but if you wanna jump in and play more near Automata or Titanfall 2, but I signed up for that Quip program where they send you a free, like a toothbrush every three months and all that. Give it a shot. It's actually cheaper than my actual electric toothbrush and Brian refills for it. So, yeah. That is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. Next week is our Dragon Con show where uh, Ichigo will be on. She'll tell us about her adventures in, in the hot ATL. So, I'm Ranma.
1: I'm Ari.
2: And I'm mako
0: Great fight. Great night. See you next week.
1: Good night, everybody.
0: Night. Say good night, Macha-chan. Good night, Macha-chan. We out. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at animejamsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane.